You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Welcome to Just John and April, the relationship podcast, your place to level up your intimacy, and we are here filling in for Lance J today. Yes, hey guys. Lance is taking care of some family stuff, and we just want to send our well wishes and uh, prayers up for you, Lance. Love you. Definitely. Hope uh, everything is working out. Oh, yeah, it's going to work out. we are glad to be here, to be able to fill in. We're always glad to be here for you, Lance. Always. Thank you for always giving us opportunities. We have fun, uh, especially with this new audience. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, we got some good stuff to talk about. We do, we do. And uh, this first one is very interesting because Will Smith is in the news again. You know, Will and Jade are in the news a lot lately, to be honest with you. I know. It seemed like really ever since she started the Red Table Talk. I think that's when their career seemed to resurge. I did. agree. It did. Yeah. You know, Will was already, he's already a big time actor. Oh, yeah. But yeah. she wasn't so much in the limelight as True. he was. True. But now it's like they're both just always in there. They're in there all the time. <laughs> and, and they make a lot of news about their relationship. And we cover them a lot. Because oh, yeah. And I, I think it's, it's by choice, too. Oh, it's no question. I, you know, they're not. People aren't saying stuff about them. They're saying no, stuff they're about stuff themselves. Out there. yeah. They are being more transparent. They are. And telling people about their family and their beliefs. And if I'm being about honest family with you, and if I'm being honest with you, yeah. with, with stuff we go through in our relationships, transparency is nice. No, it is. It's it nice is. to see that and to be able to it look into nice. their relationship and see the kind of things they're dealing with and all that kind of I stuff. I agree. I agree. But Will did a recent spread in mm-hmm. GQ magazine. Mm-hmm. And I understand that what he was doing is he's trying to set things up, I guess, for his new book, right? Right, his new book. So yes. he does this kind of tell-all, mm-hmm. you know, article yeah. with GQ, GQ, you know, right. this this interview. Mm-hmm. And in the interview, he reveals, I guess, something we've always known. We've always Listen, known. Listen, we've been talking about this for years. We've been talking about it for years. We've been talking about it for Will years. Will and Jada have an open relationship. D- Look, everybody knew that. Everybody and knew that. It's like we knew it, though, but we didn't really have the confirmation. But we didn't have the confirmation yeah. because they weren't really saying it out loud. Correct. But there were rumors about them, like yes. being with other people Correct. together. Yeah. You know, we exactly. heard about that. Now, they, they didn't did. say anything about that. They didn't. But that that's what was said. But he did say in this article, he confirmed that they definitely do have an open marriage. Right. The, and what does that mean? Well, what is an open marriage? Well, it sounds to me like it means they're married to each other, but they're not exclusively each other's only sex partners. That's is what that I what it's all about? Is it know. all maybe, about maybe sex partners? That's what it seems like. Okay. Do you think there's more to it than that? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, when you think about a bro man coming into the relationship, um, what's his name? What's his face from, from, from with, with the uh, the entanglement? Exactly. With the <laughs> entanglement, you know, him coming in, Augustus, what is it? August. Uh, oh, August. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not Caesar Augustus. No, not August. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. August coming in. Maybe because it was not just sexual, that's why that became an entanglement. Mm. Because there was an emotional relationship that so was a, going on I there. A, I have a really good question for you then. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you now. All right, go through, go through telling everybody okay. what actually so, so happened So you really the read the article really good. Mm-hmm. I didn't really read it good. I read parts of it. Yes. But from what you said to me, the interview, he basically detailed 
some aspects of his life that he kind of struggled with, specifically with the whole open marriage thing. Sounds like to me he was having issues of guilt, feeling like him having girlfriends on the side was not something he was always comfortable with. Apparently, Jada always wanted an open relationship, but Will really didn't. Yes, so what it was was Jada, she grew up seeing unconventional marriages. Okay. Okay, not just with her mom, but with her family Mm -hmm. members. She Mm -hmm. was saying she grew up where, you know, that's what they did. They had open relationships, and so she was used to that. This was not a problem for her. So in her marriage with Will, it was like, this is what I grew up with. I liked it. I like it. And Will says she said she never wanted a conventional marriage with him. No, she never wanted a conventional. Sounds like she she said that from the beginning. Listen, if this is going to work between us, I can't do no conventional marriage. I'm wondering how that went. That's what I Was it after they're married that she was like, by the way? Or before they're married, she was like, listen, if we get married, I need you to know that let me tell you why I think it's it was gonna before. It's going to be like this, not like that. Let me that. tell you why I think it was before. Because they're very open about saying that they kind of put things on the table from the very beginning. And they said, we're not breaking up. That's true. We're going to be committed to each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? There is no divorce and getting out of this kind of thing. So right. it feels to me like they would have put that on the table too. She would have just said okay. from the beginning, look, All right. I can't do a conventional marriage. So that's, let's say that's hap- that okay. happened, right? All right? Well, Will loved her enough to say okay Clearly. because in his mind which is what he said he felt guilty about that because of his christian upbringing mm. and that he actually needed he felt guilty about his being with other his women his being with other women yes being married yes. to jada right and that he actually had to go to an intimacy coach to help him deal with accepting that i guess yes uh, they said that the intimacy coach had to help him to see that i guess it, it was okay for him to be able to have uh, specifically two sort of A-list women in his harem, one of which was Halle Look, Berry, apparently. Yeah, I didn't he even know He was struggling that. with it. I didn't Yo, know I either. I did not know that. This guy, this guy told a lot, man. Yo, he really did. Okay, <laughs> really and, it's, did. and the coach, okay, so let me tell you, he said, what the coach was doing was essentially cleaning out my mind, mm. letting it know it was okay to be me and be who I was, he said. It was okay to think Halle is fine. It doesn't make me a bad person that I'm married and I think Halle is beautiful. Whereas mm. in my mind, in my Christian upbringing, even my thoughts were sins. And I'm saying, who said it's bad Who's, to say somebody's fine? So first of all, I'm not in an open relationship. I'm married to you. And we're this Christian. This is a close relationship. We're we Christian. Are, we have Christian background. And I have told you multiple times of people that I think look good. Right. That ain't no problem. So we, have we, I. That shouldn't be what constitutes an open what, relationship. No, and, and maybe <laughs> his upbringing, that's what was taught to him in his Christian Sounds upbringing. Sounds like he has some you know, strictness in his Yeah, because you know some situation. people... Will will really uh, put their issues on you. Yes. And so you know you can't even think a woman looks. You can't even say a woman looks good. You can't say when really it's you shouldn't be you know lusting trying to have sex. Yeah, with you having sex whatever, with a woman or, yeah. in your mind right. and you married yeah. and you actually yeah. having sex with somebody else in your mind. Yeah. 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 No, that's a whole nother that's thing. A whole other thing. So yeah. like, what were you really thinking? I don't think there should have been a problem with that. There shouldn't have been a problem and with maybe him he thinking felt, Hallie's fine. But maybe he felt guilty. But earlier he said something about. Or they said something about him actually having a relationship because he said he had a harem of girlfriends, including A-lister Misty Copeland and Halle Berry, so despite being married. That's different. So that's different. Yeah. You know, he, he it, it sounds like he wasn't just saying Halle's fine. Right. He had, look, he had a girlfriend. I, look, you know I did saying? not know Halle Berry was even on the list. I didn't either. I had no clue. I had no clue. But anyway, oh, wow. that's kind my of whole point deal. is, the whole point is that he did not feel comfortable with this at first. So, so clearly he didn't feel comfortable. But I, my personal feeling, it seems like when I read the article, the pieces that I read, it's like he's still grappling with the idea. I know. So I have so a question. I have a question see. for you when we come back. Let's see. I want to see what you think about. I this. have a question for you when we come back. Okay. okay. I'm gonna ask you. 
It is specific to this situation. All right. Jordan, this is my friend Naomi. Hi. Naomi. Nice to meet you. Naomi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You've got an awesome place here. I don't think I've ever been in a house this big before. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a beautiful beach out there. Thank you Blair Hollingsworth. Hi, Blair. Nice to meet you. Name's Blair, right? Yeah. You like to jet ski? I've never done it before. You've never jet skied in your life? No, I've never jet skied. Never been on a jet ski? No, I have How many times are you going to ask her she's never been on a jet ski? I don't know. I might ask her a couple more times. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Did you know that African Americans have the lowest vaccination rates but have experienced the largest decrease in life expectancy during the COVID-19 pandemic? Our HealthCast series brings in the best and brightest minds in the industry to focus on facts, not fear, or political theater. Avoid shaming and misinformation. Research the data. Talk to your primary care physician about risk factors. Ultimately, it's your body and your decision. This is Lance J. Wishing you a happy and a healthy. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. I have a big announcement about the expansion of the Lance J family. Paragon 7 Studios is now a full-service consulting firm specializing in healthcare leadership. We're now helping our portfolio of clients with their strategic focus towards risk adjustment, star ratings, value-based contracting, and social determinants of health programs. Our burgeoning media empire reaches a diverse audience of 100,000 listeners weekly, putting us in a rare position to serve as architects, both on the strategic and promotional side of the healthcare continuum. Build your brand with Paragon 7 Studios. Paragon Paragon 7 7 Studios. Sports and entertainment. Lance J. Rampage. The Lance J. Radio Show. It's never going to be the same. You dig? Live from Washington, D.C., you are listening to Just John and April on the Lance J. Radio Network. John and April back at you. Excited to be here filling in for Lance J today. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lance, once again. It's our man, 50 Grand. Oh, yeah. Lance is our boy. I got something for you now. Okay. Because I'm excited (laughs) about tonight. I am excited about tonight. But based on this article we're about to read, maybe Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be that excited, or I'm not sure yet. I'm going to find out from you whether or not I should be excited. What do you mean, article we're about to read? Well... There's a little news about mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. I'm amped oh, Dave, about yes. watching the Dave Chappelle. I am so ready. The latest installment. Yes. Of his Netflix special. Listen, I have I have been, every time we watch Dave, I just he is so he's brilliant. He's actually brilliant. He's actually brilliant. He's I actually think, a genius. I think he's a genius. I do. I do. And not just a, com- a comedian genius. He's an actual genius. He is. He's very, very bright. I don't remember which one it was. One of those we were watching, he went like the first 15 minutes without telling a joke. I know. He was just he, talking. And I was he captivated. Was just... <laughs> <laughs> I was mesmerized. That dude has a lot of talent. All right, but there's a problem now. What? <laughs> he's in the news because mm-hmm. apparently... He does a lot of LGBTQ plus jokes mm. in his stand-up. Now, we haven't seen it yet. We're, we're, no, we haven't. We, now, we've seen him talk about yes, that in his other stand-ups. And it's hilarious. But 
Just yes. like all his other stuff is hilarious. Correct. It's funny. When he talk about black folk. Yeah. Southern folk, white folk, white folk, his Filipino wife, Filipino you know what wife, I'm he does all that. All of that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Okay, it's funny. but apparently this time, uh, some people think he went too far. Now, you guys may have seen Got. Mm-hmm. You've seen uh, Game of Thrones. Love Game of Thrones. There is a there is an actor on the show. The character's name is Hodor, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe his real name is Christian Narn or Nairn Nairn. Maybe that's how you pronounce is it, it. Christian. What is it? K-R-I-S-T-I-N? Yeah, maybe it's Christian. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you. Sure. I don't know how you pronounce it. Apparently, he's in the news saying because I think he is homosexual. I think he's mm-hmm, gay, mm-hmm. and he's saying he really didn't like the fact he said he says a lot of other things that are funny. Why does Dave have to talk about LGBTQ? Right, and he wasn't really dissing Dave. He wasn't he said, dissing. I don't know him. He no. was like, you he know, he's say, probably he a great like person. He didn't say anything disparaging. No, he didn't. He didn't. But, but he was but, like, but he felt he was like, like he didn't need to talk about. He that. didn't need to talk about that. And I, I. You know, when you are in that community, you know, you talking about the the LGBTQ whatever community. whatever community you're in, okay, and someone is 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 making jokes about it, okay, that's when you feel like, oh man, you see what I'm saying? Yes. But you're not, you know, I'm I'm like, okay, hold on, you ain't saying nothing about hold on. him saying nothing about the, him joking on black folk, right? Or him joke, and I guess he was saying you don't have anything to do with that. I guess I, have, I guess he, I guess that would he, be his argument, right? He's joking on white people, though. His argument. He jokes on white people. Yeah, he does. I'm just saying. He does make fun. He's of a comedian. People. That's what he does. All right. For a so living. here's my question. Okay. My question to you is: Should there be any areas that are off limits for comedians to make fun of? So this is what this is my philosophy. This is what I think about when I think about comedians and me. There are certain comedians that I will not watch mm-hmm. because they be joking about the Lord. Okay. So that's and what you draw I ain't the line. getting struck down listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to you talk about God. <laughs> Look, I, listen, I am not going to get struck down so or watch get, you get struck down. So okay? people that get super so <laughs> um, blasphemous and stuff like that, yeah, I, you're just I, not comfortable with that. No. That's, your, that's so, where you draw the line. So I don't, I don't watch them. Right. Now, but, now or, the question is, though, but different question, though. The question is, do you think that should be off limits? What you just said was you don't, lo- you don't watch them. My question is, do you think those people should not have the right to do that? No, I'm saying you're a comedian. You can you can joke about whatever you want. Okay, that's just where you draw the line. I'm saying okay. you don't have to watch Dave. Right. If you know Dave does that, don't watch Dave. Go right. watch Jerry. Right. Jerry don't be joking about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, Jerry does have a whole thing about being gay and saying <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Have you heard that that bit that he has? No, it's really good. Is it? Yeah. I thought I heard everything about that he does. I- I think you have, but you may not just okay, not realize Okay, I need to go it. back and see that. The point is, your point is, you don't have to you don't have to listen to the comedian that you know is going to make LGBTQ plus exactly. jokes if that's something that you feel like is a problem. That's my point. Yeah. Uh, because he's a comedian. That's what they do. And he was like, there's other stuff that's funny. That's what Hodor said. You know, mm-hmm. there's other mm-hmm. stuff that can... <laughs> <laughs> Call him Hodor. <laughs> I, I did like Hodor, though. I did like him. But, you know, that could be... And I'm saying that is true, but... He jokes on people. That's what he does. He goes right. from group to group and jokes right. on group. That's right. what he does. Right. And so he jokes on his own group, you know. Yeah. And 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 so I'm saying. So, so I guess I guess his argument would be, it's okay for you to joke on your group, but if you have nothing to do with the group, you can't joke. So I guess it would kind of be like us saying, white people cannot make black people jokes. Mm-hmm. Black, black people, people can. can. Black people can make white people jokes? Well, black people do make white people jokes all the time, and white people just accept it. It's like right. not a problem. It almost feels like we're, we're going to allow you to do that because we've oppressed for you for so long, so you can at least make fun of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, that's fine. Y'all, y'all can right. do that. You can have that. Because if a white person was making black jokes and I got offended, I wouldn't watch them. Hmm. I might even say I don't like them. 
I, I, but yeah. I'm not gonna say. Okay, did you did you did you boycott Kramer when you heard he was using the N word in his stand up and it came out that he was doing that? Did you end up boycotting Kramer? I did. You did. I did. I actually didn't watch Kramer. Well, that's not true. I'd never watched him stand his do his stand up anyway. Right. But I I didn't stop watching uh, Seinfeld. Right. And I love Kramer on Seinfeld. Right. Me too. But now I know <laughs> that. He is not the Kramer that I thought he was yeah. outside of the show. So, you know what I'm so saying? I mean, you know. My, this is my take on it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm similar to you, except I think I go a little bit further. Okay. I come from a long line of funny people <laughs> that are not actual comedians, but right. we just but like being funny. But they are in the family. <laughs> yes. And we like to cross the line on stuff. And I have a brother who will say that if something's funny, I'm going to say it even if it crosses the line because I'm going to always choose funny. Right. And I get that. There's something in me that understands that. And I, I feel and like we need that. I, that's we what need I feel that like. In this, okay, that's and, what I feel like, And babe. I guess I feel like... And not everybody needs he, that. I just feel no. like I need it for some yes. reason. And even when you joke about church or joke about... You know, I I like that. I think right. that's funny. But right. like I said, there's a, there's a uh, line for me there when it goes... To joke Blaspheming about. God. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole nother yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, we ain't yeah. doing that. Because there yeah, are yeah, some yeah. comedians out there that do that that I don't watch because of that. Right. But I'm not going to tell you to stop doing that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how many comedians are out there? I don't have to watch that one. Right. There's you know a lot out saying? there. And there's some comedians so, that you actually said you don't want watch, like Ricky Gervais. You don't like him. No. Because you said Ricky Gervais makes too many he does. jokes about God. I don't so like, like I him. Can't, I, I can't don't. Do that. I don't yeah. think it's funny. Right. And so I don't watch him. But I'm not going to tell him to stop doing that. Right. He makes like uh, like <laughs> like really really he really, really does. like I'm scared. Like, I actually oh, think am I, I, I going to get struck down for real? You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> yeah, but I think but he's just actually seeing that. I think I, he's atheist. He, yeah, he's an atheist. You know, so Big he's time. not going to have the same values nah, I do. Nah. When I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're I, right. So I, I feel like again, I think it's based on preference, and yeah. I don't think you should say he doesn't need to do that. Right. I think comedians are the last group of people they are that can that say can say what they want to say. We've lost Everybody gets offended about everything, no matter what. There's got to be one group that can do it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. you got, you got to preserve that for the <laughs> comedians. And I hope the comedians continue to be strong on I that. I agree. And say, we're going to push hard to make yes. sure that we keep our freedom of speech. Yes, and another thing they said he did, which I'm, I love, is that he just kind of like, he, he talked about how he doesn't like the whole cancel culture thing. Mm. And he don't care about it. Yeah. And I'm like, so good. clearly he's trying to get You canceled. go ahead, do what you need to do, and make me laugh, shout. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play, and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories. So there's a MLB announcer named Jim Cott or mm-hmm. Cat, K-A-A-T, Jim Cat. Mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. 82-year-old white guy. Yeah. Right, <laughs> he's on the air with yes. a guy I know named Buck Showalter. Mm-hmm. Buck Showalter used to play baseball, so this guy's like the color color commentator, beside Jim Cott, who's been around for a long time. Right. All right. He's mm-hmm. he's like a career announcer. So Buck shares a story 
about this 26-year-old Cuban who comes to the plate. Yeah. And he's saying, basically, when he first saw him, how good he was and how fast, how, how, how much of a physical specimen the guy was and everything like that, he looked at him and said, can we have one of those? Now, first of all, now, right I then, thought that was the story. I, I, I was like, what? can we have one of those? As I thought if, the story was about that guy. As if it's a thing yeah, to have. Like a commodity. I'm like, right. this, this Cuban I didn't dude. Like that. Get, I didn't like that either. Okay, okay. But, but that wasn't the actual story. Keep going. So, so Cot replies to that and says, yeah, get a 40-acre field full of them. That just took it to the next level. Okay. Now, I was like. So, first so, of all, did you think that was okay for him to say? Of course not. Why not? I didn't think it was okay. What do you mean, why not? Like, you ain't even give me my 40 acres and a mule. So how are you going to be talking <laughs> about some get a 40 acre field 40 full, acres of, fill, full of Cuban baseball players? Okay, so you know that that was a racial thing. It really sounded like it. It and was. The, and the thing is. It was. And then his apology to me, it sounded like it was like, oh, sorry about that. Yeah. yeah I, right. You know. It, it, to me, it was just. But you know what? Let me tell you. And you you were relating it to what we were just talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, first of all, because I want to know if it's that, different. That is different because you're not a comedian and you're not making a joke. Like you're not. Sound that, like okay. This is the thing. He was making a joke. He laughed afterwards. That's he was true. definitely making a joke. And 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 when Buck Showalter said, "Can we get one of those?" He he was making a joke too. Now, is it because their profession is not comedian that is different? Hmm. Well. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is I'm for me. I'm going to tell you. Listen, first of all, when I found out he was an 82-year-old white man, I was like, oh, okay. Well, there you like, go. <laughs> okay, I get it. You know? Right. You can't <laughs> but, teach an old dog new tricks. Exactly. You know, that, and I hate to say, but, you know, you expect that. You're like, you know, I, I think that you wasn't do. surprising to me no. when I found out no, you who it was that yeah. said it. You know? And how old he is. But I do believe that, you know, no, you should not do that. You should not do that. Um, your Your goal was not to you know, make people laugh in that way. You, Your goal was different. So you're saying a comedian's job and his role or her role is to make people laugh. That's what they're trying to do. It's a little bit different. This guy, his job is to call a baseball game. Yeah. And he made a joke in there, but that's not his job. But so see, for you, it makes it different. It was like, that is who he is. He kind of showed himself. I agree You know what that. I mean? It's like, you know, do you, you, I don't think that you, I mean, it's almost racial slurish what he said yeah and you know i don't think that you should just be talking like that and if a comedian were to make jokes like that you probably wouldn't listen to that exactly okay. and that's what i'm saying i wouldn't so, that, listen. so, so that's not really a double standard for no, you because your idea is okay comedians can do that if they want to but i'm not listening to that guy i'm not gonna watch you i'm not gonna follow you yeah. that you're not gonna be my person that i watch when so I, you do, know what i'm saying do you you're think, not gonna be the comedian that i watch do you think jim cott or jim cat needs to make a better apology well i mean no do you think he should be fired well, you know, I don't think that, you should be fired. I, I don't need. I think that I think the apology is enough. I think that a lot of people are fired because of things like that. I think so too. Um, and I think sometimes they should be, but I think, you know, I really don't know. I have a because it's like, look, if you really, everybody need to be fired. Then <laughs> seriously, like you know, you said it too. But not like, everybody why are you says it on the air. That is true. With with that a million people with listening, million people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's that's really the difference. That and is sometimes, the difference. Sometimes but, people get fired in situations like that just so that the company can distance themselves for the sake of yes, the sponsors. Yes, you know what I say. So, I say that that is you are not you're not true. Yeah. You're not true. It's not, it's not if because you're, you're standing if, if up for. If in the workroom everybody's talking like that, but you fire the guy that's saying it online. I yeah. mean, on, for everybody to hear, then you're not. It's not even real. Right. Who cares? Right. Like that doesn't even do anything. Right. 
if you are like that internally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that kind of showed to me the way they talk all the time. Mm-hmm. And he came out and said it not thinking because that's how he talks all the time. Mm-hmm. That's how they talk all the time. Mm-hmm. So it just shows what you have out there. I think this is the way that people do talk. I agree. You know, and nothing is done. And you they don't keep apologize. That stuff you that's don't why, need to be pulling it on yeah, the air for all of us to hear. That's why I do not feel like this 82-year-old white man was really sorry. Right. I felt he like he's like, he didn't oh, sound like it at everybody's all. always getting offended. Let me go ahead and apologize so I don't lose my, lose my job. So right. really, I don't even want an apology. You right. know what I'm saying? The apology isn't real. So, you know, well, yeah. let me not say the apology's not real. That's judging him. But it didn't seem like it was real to No, me. it didn't. It didn't, it didn't sound, sound like real. It. So. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you didn't we, say what you thought, but we, we got I go. told you. I, I, I feel like he was wrong for saying it, but I honestly I'm not, not sure how I feel about him as I think about what's going on with um, with your boy uh, Dave. Dave Chappelle. I almost feel like inside, it feels like I have a little bit of a double standard. Really? Yeah, because it feels like, nah, because I feel like the reason why I don't like this is because he's an 80-year-old white man. And he probably, somewhere in his ancestry, had... Slaves on 40 acres. And so it makes me upset to hear him <laughs> say that. That's right. Okay, but because Dave did not. I think the motives are different. Probably. Dave's motives are not to to put any. I don't think it's to put anybody down. He just make, he's just being he's funny. He's just trying to be funny. Joke. Right. This yeah. dude. At the expense of it, people, though. It, that's true. So anyway. <laughs> Lance, you got to fix this one for us, man. You, you got you you to come in one day. You ain't got to watch him, but Lance, I'm watching him tonight. Lance got to come in and give his opinion and tell us what he thinks. Yeah, I'm watching him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not be watching Cat. Neither. <laughs> All right, Joe. Peace. Keep losing sleep, I'm at midnight. So hard to You are listening to the Lions J Radio Network. James Lewis. I love guns, just for the record. I'm all over the, the map today. I, I love guns. One thing about me, a lot of people don't know. Um, if you see me in Nashville, there is a 99.9% chance that I'm armed. Because in, in Nashville and in Tennessee, you can you can carry conceal. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. I always got the toast on me. I'm not a thug. I live in a gated community. I'm not trying to be a tough guy, but I but I always have a gun on me. I always have a burner on me all the time because it's legal. It's my right as an American to got the, to to have the strap. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Seven Studios is now a full service consulting firm specializing in healthcare leadership. We are now helping our portfolio of clients with their strategic focus towards risk adjustment star ratings, value-based contracting, and social determinants of health programs. Our burgeoning media empire reaches a diverse audience of 100,000 listeners weekly, putting us in a rare position to service architects, both on the strategic and promotional side of the healthcare continuum. Build your brand with Paragon 7 Studios. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope, 
Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the Black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all of the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. Yo, this your boy Rampage. Shout out my boy DJ Cam. Free Agent Radio, it's official. Land to land, state to state, sea to sea. It's going down like this.